What's up, nerds? Welcome to Nintendo Pow Block, our all-Nintendo show. I'm one of your hosts, Corey Deering, and alongside me, as always, that, I don't know, the Super Nintendo expert, Edward Varnell. Uh, Secret of Men and Chrono Trigger. Those are my lives of RPGs, best days. <laughs> oh, man. Ed, how's it going? It's going really good. Very great. I feel like we both worked an extremely long amounts this weekend. <laughs> um, surprisingly, you did, but not me. I have. Uh, I finally ended my vacation last week and went back to work uh, Sunday. So, um, yeah, getting ready for the work week and other things to come up. Um, actually, getting ready to uh, pre-plan for E3. Um, so that's going to be interesting. Yeah, I think we're both in that stage now. Uh, before before we do get started, I don't want to spoil anything, but Edward's other show, World had Axiom Verge creator Todd Happ on, and you should go listen to that show. If you're listening to this now, you should pause this show, listen to that one, because they talk to him in depth and have some very important discussions with him. So you should go listen to that. But yes, world one, one podcast, Larry and Ed and Adrian, Adrian posted a really funny picture on, on Instagram the other day or this weekend. It was pretty funny. So you should go listen to that. Uh, Even before you listen to this, you should, you should go listen to that. It's yes. Oh, Oh, I'm so jealous. But I'm also proud of you, Edward, and Larry, Thank you. and Adrian. I'm proud of all of you guys. Uh, but anyways, yeah, what have, what have you been playing, Ed? Um, Wonder Boy, uh, The Dragon's Trap, um, I'm almost done with it. I'm getting the review up soon today, so you guys will be able to see it on NGR Radio. Um, and uh, probably by the time this episode comes out, it should be up on the site, so you guys will be able to read that. Um, still getting through that uh my ghost recon routelands for xbox one came in so i'm going through that and it's pretty much watch watchdogs to meets the the uh the division um nothing too special or anything having a little little bit fun of it um i thought my save data from the beta would carry over but it didn't so i had to kind of restart fresh with the whole game so um i finished the first area uh, now I got to do this. I'm into a new territory. So now everything else about the game is going to be new. So I'm getting through that. Um, and at this time, that's pretty much And The Blob 2 is what I'm also playing and Pokemon Sun. So that's the games that I'm playing right now. Um, I will be returning to Breath of the Wild, uh, finishing that up because um, I'm almost done with that. So I, I just got stuck playing uh, some other things. But Breath of the Wild, I'm going to be playing that and then returning back to Persona 5. So, yeah, but that's what nice. I've been doing. Nice. 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 I, uh, I've been flipping through a lot of games on my Switch. I've been playing Mr. Shifty. Uh, I have last night I played Shovel Knight for probably an hour and a half. I'm on the Shovel Knight, the original campaign on Switch. I'm going to try to play through all three campaigns. Uh, Man, Shovel Knight's really good. It is. Talk about Shovel Knight real fast. That game is so good. (laughs) Every time I turn it on, I'm like, it's 
it's res- I, I don't really know how to say this. It's respectfully challenging to where like you know what you did wrong when you mess up and it it punishes you in the right way. It's that classic platforming challenge that you have come to know. Be frustrated by and but yet love and respect. Yeah. Like I oh Shovel Knight's so good. Yes. Oh, it, it, oh puts, I love- it makes it makes the jumping important when you play a game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I love all of the different bosses. Uh the one thing, the one thing I would he could have implemented in that game was the Mega Man style. I'm stealing this boss's weapon for the next stage. But like other than that, like man, it is so good. And I I found I got the fire rod that mechanic helps a lot. It's just man, it's so good. Yes. It's so good. And I maxed out all of my health and I got all the meal tickets to max it's so good it makes me excited for like the next shovel knight like the next real shovel knight game i really hope like shovel knight super shovel knight or shovel knight man i can't wait yeah i think yacht club probably in the next two and a half years probably won't announce the next shovel knight uh title i think two and a half years it's gonna take it they'll announce it and like show more off well, I mean, um, Shovel Knight's been out for what two years already, mm-hmm. two and a half ish. Yeah, but I think they've been they've been tweaking and beginning some things out. So hopefully they're in uh uh business wise. I hope hopefully they're in a good space where um they don't have to kickstart for their second game. They can literally just make their second game, put it out, um, yeah. and people will be uh be ready for it but you know shovel knight 2 is going to be a hard sale um because there's a lot of expectations that's going to be held up for that game um and just because it's a super nintendo style looking big game doesn't mean that quality a lot of that quality should be diluted you know it really has to live up um not somewhat match it at least, or a little bit surpass it, but actually still bring a good feel to it on on this title because you really don't want Shovel Knight to go like downhill. You kind of want it to stay uphill and just be better and better. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, I don't know. I just I just want more from this franchise, and like I expect them to do more with it. I. I don't I would I don't know if I'm more interested to see a sequel to Shovel Knight or a new franchise from them. But um, I mean I think it would be awfully hard for them to get away from Shovel Knight right now. I yeah. think maybe their next big thing will come after a Shovel Knight sequel. Yes. So I think if I think if they do at least three Shovel Knights, I think after their third one, they could move on to a new game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because these guys would, are very talented. I like. I would love to see like Super Shovel Knight next, but like if they do Shovel Knight sixty four, I would like them to take an approach more of the way of like ukulele in terms of like I want this to be to look modern but still have that classic N sixty four platformer mm-hmm. feel. 
more than like, you know, if they actually went and made really bad N64 style graphics, you know? Well, I I think depending on the mixed criticism that ukulele is getting, I think they might shy away from that. I think they really had the they really had to think outside the box, but really do a checklist of stuff to make uh, a N64 style shovel knight. Like how, like how do we do the jumping? How do we do the attacks in this game? Like how do he get his powers and stuff? Because you know they don't probably want to make it linear like uh, ukulele, but they want to make sure that it's polished and it's it's, it's done right because. Just because you do something in uh in sixty four or a certain kind of thing, you know, there are things that might affect the affect the quality and might actually hurt the fan base of that franchise. So they got to be very weary of that. Yeah, yeah. I just, yeah, I just want more Shovel Knight. Anyway, I can get it. <laughs> Not gonna lie, it's gonna be. I I'm excited to play. Spectre of Torment, which I might play that one mm. next and just skip Plague of Shadows for now. Because what I played I didn't really care for on the Wii U. Yeah. Uh, but I do want to play through it just because I think it deserves to be played through and I need to give it a little bit more time. But uh I'm excited to play the new one, so I'm probably gonna play that one next. Uh but other than that, I've been playing Mr. Shifty, which is it's got a lot of mixed reviews, but I <laughs> I love this game. It is so simple, yet so complex. And as you make your way through the different stages, it's just like, mm. man. And they've had a couple of patches now, which has made the game run a lot smoother. Uh, it's so much fun just teleporting around the levels. And like you teleport past these two guys into a separate room. You corner them in a room. And then you teleport back out of the room and walk through the door that they all just walked in because they're cor- they're, they cornered you in the corner of the wall. And then, you know, they're still staring at the wall and you come up behind them and just take them all out. Oh, it feels so good. Oh, that game. I, if you're looking for something to play on your Switch or even on Steam, uh, and I'm sure Mr. Shifty will come other places eventually, but yes, this game... I think it deserves to at least be looked at. If you're if you like Hotline Miami at all, if you're into those top down uh kind of maze like uh action games, I this this game is it's it's so much fun. I think I think I like it because the premise of it is so simple and the way that you can manipulate the simple mechanics to make yes. it make it more complex is what makes the game interesting. Uh, so it's very it's very Super Mario in that way. You know, because yeah. you know when you when you're playing uh, Mario, you have jump and you have, you know, your your special moves which in Mr. Shifty would be your uh, the teleporting it would be compared to your Mario jump and then your the weapons you find throughout the world would be compared to like your fire flower, or your cape or your tanuki suit, you know, that yeah. kind of stuff. And the way you can manipulate all that, like you can throw your weapon at a guy and it'll knock over two guys and you teleport past them to catch the weapon. And then you come back and melee them with it. 
It's just, yeah. it's smart. I think it's, a, I think it's smart. I understand some people's criticisms of it, but that those things that they are criticizing don't bother me. I actually think it makes the game better. So, uh, it's it's really been between those two games with a little uh, graceful explosion machine in between. It's just really hard not to have Zelda <laughs> to play anymore because I literally have nothing else to do in there until the expansions come out. <laughs> uh, and I'm waiting for Puyo Puyo Tetris well, by the time this comes out, but I'm waiting for that. Uh, the demo's cool. The demo's fun. The demo is very generous, actually, of Puyo Puyo Tetris. If you download the demo, you get like very basic Tetris and very basic Puyo Puyo. Yeah. Point where like if you just want to play Tetris, like old school Game Boy Tetris, you can download the demo for free and just have it. Wow. I'm interested to see what the full version is and and if what they offer, but if you're just looking for Tetris, I definitely recommend downloading that demo. So good. But that's that's kind of all I've been playing. I was gonna go back and try to play some Horizon. But my PlayStation is I my PlayStation 4 is about on its last leg. It's, uh, it's growling at me. Uh, I turn it on and it it's frozen up on me twice in the last two days. Uh, it's very very loud, and I'm just I'm I'm I mean it's a launch console. I expect it at some point to need replaced. So yeah. You thinking of uh, Slim or Pro? If you decide to go, if you decide, um, well, I'm I'm gonna replace it. Uh, I just don't know exactly when. I might just do it before mm-hmm. vacation just to get it over with. Uh, but I, I don't I don't have any reason to own a Pro, so I'll probably just go with a Slim. Slim. But Are you? Uh, did I'm you get look ex- at the, what? Did, did you get an external hard drive? No, I didn't. I didn't use my external hard drive yet. Oh, because I was about to say, are you going to just move everything to your external and then uh, once you get your Slim, just hook it up, format it, and then be good to go? Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I've been playing a lot more on my Xbox also. I played some Gears of War 4 online the other day. I I was thinking of playing that uh, 4. I, I, I wish I still had time to play that game. I. I think it's still really good. I think the multiplayer is still really, really fun. Uh, but you know, I'm the problem is, is like this is this is coming at a really bad time to be dying on me because <laughs> I just spent all this money on my Switch. Uh, Switch games are coming out, and then you know, me and my wife are taking a vacation in a couple weeks, so like it's just coming at a really bad time to be needed replaced. Right. So, it kind of sucks, but it'll be all right. We'll figure it out. Well, that's kind of all I've been playing. All right, cool. Uh, so we did promise you this week that we would do this Super Nintendo Classic Edition list. Uh, there are a couple interesting news stories I do kind of want to touch on real quick, uh, especially this this one. <clears throat> uh, Rainway is a company that is making an app for Switch Xbox One and other platforms, it says, that will allow you to stream PC games 
to your Switch and your Xbox One. Uh, it's especially good. Like I get, I guess, good news for the Switch. I don't, I don't know if Nintendo is going to allow this app on the Switch. Uh, but Borderless Gaming is the developer, and their comment. They have a Reddit thread going. The app will be available from the Nintendo Switch eShop uh, sometime soon. Uh, the Rainway website states that your games will be available at 60 frames a second. All you need on your PC is a GPU that's su- that supports DirectX 11. Uh, as for s- setup, configurations on the back end, making the process pain-free. Uh, which, you know, if I want to play Tomb Raider on my Switch, this seems like the, <laughs> the way to go. Uh, but in all seriousness... Do you really think Nintendo's really going to allow an app like this on their Switch, on their device? No. Yeah, I don't no. even stop letting you do this because A, on Xbox One, like Windows streaming thing on there already, and B, like there was that emulator, that N64 emulator that snuck onto the Xbox, the Windows store on Xbox. Yeah. That was quickly taken down. So I don't see these things... Uh, really getting out there um right and that's and you know that's piracy in a way because of people who are able to pirate games and stuff from pc if they could play that on switch then people gonna be like well what's what's the reason of me only any of nintendo's games and stuff if i could pirate it yeah yeah it's an interesting it's an interesting thing to think about though uh i i I like we talked last week. There are games on other platforms that I wish would be on Switch, uh, just because I like those games and I want them to be mm-hmm. on Switch. But uh, it's interesting to look at and think about. But I I just don't see Nintendo <laughs> Nintendo actor allowing it. So it would be good to. I think if they allow to watch streaming of like PC games. And not, you know, and not play them or anything, that would be fine. Like, if I'm able to watch a World of Warcraft or League of Legends match or something, you know, that's fine. That'd be cool to watch it on, uh, watch it on my Switch. But to actually stream it and to play it, no, that's that becomes piracy now. Yeah. It's, it's just a, a weird thing that came out the other day, and I just thought it would be interesting to, to talk about a little bit. So, uh, the next, I guess, the last kind of news thing I want to get into is Target is rolling out their big Mario Kart 8 Deluxe promotion. Did you see these carts? They're putting, yes, I did. They're putting Mario Karts on their carts, which is absolutely amazing. <laughs> my wife, my yeah. wife walked in and was like. My wife went to Target this weekend, and our Target's already starting to do it. And she's like, "There's all this Mario Kart stuff on the Target carts." So I'm like, "Yeah, they're doing a big, weird promotion, cross promotion thing with with Mario Kart for Switch." And and you got to give it to Nintendo and Target for promoting stuff like this, because with the red ball that they had, they turned it into a poke uh, Pokeball mm-hmm. when Pokemon Sun and Moon came out. And I think it's cool that Target is doing this, like to uh, working well with Nintendo to market a big release for their games. Because you don't, you really don't see that from PlayStation and from Microsoft. 
Yeah, it's cool. It's, I think Nintendo is being smart with their marketing. Yes. Uh, just all through this, this like all through and since the Switch launched, I think Nintendo has been on the ball with their marketing and the fact that like they're teaming up with certain stores, they're teaming up with certain uh, outlets and doing cross promotional things is just it's smart. It's smart. I mean, we even saw it in De- in December when Mario when Mario Run came out and they ha- Miyamoto mm-hmm. went on stage at Apple to promote Mario Run. Like the fact that they're cross promoting stuff with different companies is very very smart. Um, yes, and and you know a lot of people go to Target and a lot of people play Mario Kart Eight and or a lot of people love Mario Kart and I, I man I just I just think they're being super smart about everything that they're doing with the Switch right now. That that me a motor reveal at Apple blew the whole internet because <laughs> everybody was just like, "What?" <laughs> yeah, I know. And all you see, and was that the release of the Red Dead trailer? Uh, yeah, that was like three days beforehand. <laughs> and it, it was just, no, that day. That day, you know, Red Dead got Mario runned, and it's the same thing that happened to Horizon. Horizon got Zelda. Yeah. I mean, and, and I give it to Sony for promoting uh, the pro with Horizon. Like, I, you know, that's good that they believe in that, that title to show off. But I think, you know, showing off a console, they could have did more. They could have actually worked with stores and had some kind of theme to really promote some of their first party. And I think that's what definitely Microsoft kind of needs to do with Scorpio. I think they need to start working with companies and retailers and promoting their uh, marketed some of that stuff to get their system and some of their games out. Because uh, it's been working. It works super well with Nintendo. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, definitely at my job, we got uh, we got a Mario poster and we got the Mario Kart uh, like interest and stuff. And it's just like when the game comes out, you know, hopefully people will take pictures on with the Mario. Like if or if you come in the store, you want to take a picture with Mario, you're able to do that. Mm-hmm. And that's cool that Nintendo is doing stuff like that. So maybe Microsoft and Sony may want to do something like that in the future. Definitely for their holiday games that's going to be coming out. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Super smart. Super, super smart. Um, that's kind of <clears throat> that's kind of all the news we got. Uh it's kind of a small, kind of a small thing. Uh, but hey, it's cool. Uh but yeah, let's get to this super the Super Nintendo Mini Classic edition is still rumored to be coming out this fall. I imagine that they're gonna announce it at E3. Mm-hmm. at some point. <clears throat> uh, Ed and I have made a list of games that we would like to see on the console. Now, we know games like Super Mario World, A Link to the Past, Super Metroid, you know, those types of games are going to be on the system. F-Zero will probably be on the system. Uh, you know, anything Nintendo first-party related uh, with the exception of maybe Earthbound will probably be on the system. Maybe, you know, uh, Yoshi's Island may not be on the system just because they have they have some weird thing about you know the touch fuzzy get dizzy and like I don't know they had this weird thing with Yoshi's Island and maybe some of the Super FX games may not emulate well like Star Fox or whatever. Yeah, but you know a lot of the first party stuff is probably going to be on Super Nintendo. So, 
Ed and I kind of made lists of games that are remembered fondly on Super Nintendo that we would like to see. Uh, and, you know, they, they're not necessarily going to be the first party games because we know those games are going to be on there. Uh, but Ed, why don't you kick off this, this list? All right. I guess I will have to kick off the list. Uh, give me one second. Okay. So um, I'm going to go from 15 to 1. Um, yep. And in case of, of me and Corey have you know, some of the same titles, um, then I'm going to change my uh, answer because I did come with some extra ones. So starting with number 15, the Ninja Gaiden trilogy. Uh, for those who uh, haven't played Ninja Gaiden on the regular NES, Tecmo did a compilation of the first three games. Um, and I did play this. Uh, that was the way I actually beat Ninja Gaiden 1 and Ninja Gaiden 2. Um, just to let you know that they, uh, the sound quality of those Ninja Gaiden trilogy games is better than the NES. It, it, you know, they kind of made it sound like surround sound and cleared a lot of it up. Um, but you know, three games for three games in one uh, with that trilogy and the Ninja Gaiden trilogy is fantastic. I mean, people have problems with three, but one and two are definitely the highlights. One kind of introduced the cinematic, you know, adding uh, cinematic scenes to an NES card. And, and you haven't seen that in video games unless you was probably at the arcade or something. So Ninja Gaiden trilogy. Nice. Nice. I uh <clears throat> my first game, well games, uh, <clears throat> and I think two will be on this over one. But Breath of Fire, I think <sighs> Breath of Fire, Breath of Fire two will make it on here because I feel like a lot of people have more fond memories over Breath of Fire two <laughs> than Breath of Fire one. I actually have that on my list. <laughs> I I I mean I think you and I for some reason I think we're just gonna have a lot of crossover just because that's how we are. But like. <laughs> Uh, I don't have a lot of of memory of this game. I just mm. remember seeing it everywhere. I remember, you know, I think it's even available on phones, and I played it a little bit when it came to Virtual Console on the Wii. Uh, very cool game. Uh, very, very interesting game. Uh, and, and I know a lot of people have a lot of fond memories of, of Breath of Fire 2, but I put Breath of Fire 1 and 2 on just to, you know, you put what you put one and two? Yeah. Uh, okay. Then I had to take both of mine though. To walk well, well, I I I made them as one entry. So. I put I put them as separate games, so I, I still had to take both of them off. Yeah. See, once again, me and you think alike. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's okay. That's okay. I got I got a lot of good backup. So don't worry. Uh, all right. Well, what's well, your next entry? Uh, my next entry is um, Natsume's Champion Wrestling. And you would think that Royal Rumble and the WWF games during the 90s were the only kind of wrestling games. No, there were many more. And Natsume Champion Wrestling is kind of a Japanese-style game wrestling with unknown wrestlers. Um, it was on a diag, but it was really fun, like really goofy at that time. So um, you can check it out on uh, YouTube. Like you can check out all these games on YouTube and get an idea, but uh, Natsume Champion Wrestling. Nice, nice. Uh, my next game, and I know this is probably on your list too. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Zombies ate my neighbors. Nope, not on my list. Really? 
All right. Yes. Oh, I love this game. I ah, yes. Uh, this is one of the best co-op games on Super Nintendo. It's still yes. one of the best co-op games I think ever. Where like they, you're this the you're either a, this boy or this girl or you're with a friend, and you go through different parts of your neighborhood, and there's there you just shoot like zombies and like really bad imitations of eighties horror villains. Like there's there's monsters with hockey masks walking around. There's uh like Freddy Krueger looking dudes. There's a bunch of B movie, yeah, B movie horror movie things walking around and you just shoot them with sword guns or slime guns or whatever guns they were. And then I just I just remember the big the big uh like the fourth level was like this giant football stadium that you just walked around the football stadium yeah. and shot shot zombies in the football stadium. It was all dedicated to the cheerleaders and you had to collect all the cheerleaders yeah. to get yeah. the points because they were like the highest point thing that you could get. Um, right. Oh, man. It was just so good. It's, oh, that it's soundtrack still, is so good, oh, too. So good. Oh, man. If you want to check out some good 16-bit co-op action, Zombies Ain't My Neighbors is one of the best. It's one of the best. Yes. So Using solid six-pack soda cans as grenades, bazookas. Your main weapon was a water gun. Yeah. Yeah, which it was just funny. And I just remember like the characters, like the the boy had on like this this weird black shirt and some jeans and this really tall blonde hair. Yeah, it's like <laughs> the 3D glasses. Yep. Yep. It, it and sometimes just... when you Yeah, sometimes you open up the chest and a ghost or something would hit you. You'd be like, ow. <laughs> yeah. And I remember the box art had nothing to do with the game. It was just <laughs> yes. this like it was like it was some it looked like a really bad photoshopped meme of a yeah. bad horror movie. It was like it was like this yellow and red like swirly background with this yes. terrified mom in the front like like ah! and then there's like th- three like three or four zombies in the background just walking towards the mom and it, it just it just looks like a really it's, bad. It's going to be okay, so I've decided that the zombies ate my neighbor uh uh, cover art for the the Super Nintendo box is going to be the cover art for the show this week. So <laughs> if you uh, you yes. check out our, our YouTube page for for this, but man, oh, so I would I would love for you to Photoshop us in oh, <laughs> in <gosh>. there. <laughs> oh, but yeah, Zombies Ate My Neighbors is so good. And oh, remember the giant baby that yes! was walking around? Oh, yes. Oh, oh, man. Uh, I, I love that game. I love that game. I hated the worms though that used to come out of anywhere. Like, yeah, uh, yeah. Oh man, that game was awesome. Awesome. Oh, awesome. Yes. What's your next entry, Ed? So my next entry is Mortal Kombat Two. This was the start of uh when the ESRB actually made of uh, uh, like finalized the rating before it evolved to what it is today. Um, and this uh, Nintendo finally was able to allow companies to add blood. Um, so this game was the like, kind of like the first M-rated game that that was popular. Um, on the Super Nintendo, it was actually better than the Sega Genesis version, and it kind of did better than the arcade version. Like every Everybody was looking forward to this game. So the ton of copies, I played it so much against my friend that regardless of any character that we pick, 
he will win, I will win, or we'll just be able to just knock out. But um, this was a game that really trained me to get into uh, the Mortal Kombat universe. I mean, I, I was good at the arcade one, uh, but because I was able to spend more time with the characters and transfer that uh, skill to the arcade, kind of made me a deadly force back in the day but more to combat too it is a uh, is kind of a historical game for uh nintendo and for gaming in general nice nice yeah uh yeah i was super interested in having mortal combat on there but mm-hmm. i just think the way that nintendo like super nintendo went this actually goes into my next entry actually uh I think Street Fighter 2 would be the game that most Super Nintendo fans had. Uh, I feel like a lot of people, when Mortal Kombat came to uh, home consoles, a lot of people actually preferred the Genesis version because they had the blood in it as opposed to like the Super Nintendo version that had just, what, the green sweat or whatever. Uh, But my next entry is Super Street Fighter 2. Uh, I don't know which edition you give them. The I guess Turbo would probably yeah. You get give them Turbo, yeah, because it'll have all twelve ch- challengers. And well, actually, um, Super, uh, Super Street Fighter Two Turbo, I think came for Super Nintendo. I think that's the definitive edition. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> but yeah, Super Street Fighter Two. I just remember. The first time I ever played a Street Fighter, it was on Super Nintendo, and I first fighting games I thought was like really fun to play. Uh, mm-hmm. I never really got into fighting games, but I do remember Street Fighter Two always being there. And my one friend and I actually got an uh, it was the first it was the version before you could pick the same fighter with a different. Uh, skin on it and we both wanted to be Blanca and we got in this huge fight <laughs> because we both wanted to be Blanca and we couldn't and like he ended up leaving my house <laughs> because Dang. we got this fight because <laughs> we both wanted to be Blanca which I think is what people were afraid of people beating each other up over that, that's, that was War- Warriors that was the first one on Super Nintendo that you can select the character. But I think if you did a code on it, you were able to select select the same character. Uh yeah. I see, like we didn't really know that. We were just oh. kind of just playing. But uh yeah, and then Street Fighter 2 Turbo came out and we were able to orange Blanco or or green Blanco. So it ended up working out kind of, but man. Oh. Street Fighter. It's good that you guys made up. Yeah, well, yeah, sort of. (laughs) (laughs) What's your uh, Pocky and Rocky, uh, a top-down 2D adventure RPG-style game. I've never got to play it, but I always wanted to. And every time I bring it up, uh, a lot of people get some. Some people who played it get fond memories of it. Um, But it, it was it's in the style of the Legend of the Mystical Ninja. But uh, I just thought Pocket Rocky System never got ported anywhere, and it's only on the Super Nintendo. I thought it would be good to get that for that game to make a comeback. Yeah, uh, Game Informer actually did a replay about two years ago on it with uh, 
the, the what's his name? I forget. He used to work at Atlas and now he works at Sony. Uh, they did a, a replay of it and that game is like super fun. <laughs> the game looks super fun. Yes. So, yeah, I, I would totally agree to put that on there. Uh, my next one is a no-brainer, kind of. Well, kind of no-brainers, but it's all has to do with licensing and stuff. But Mega Man X, I think, deserves to be on there. Yeah, it will. Uh, I don't really know which Mega Man X game is considered the best one, but I think one of them would appear on there. The first. Okay. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, I picked Mega Man X. I actually played it, and I actually think I like them more than the Mega Man game, the original Mega Man games. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I mean, that just comes with advancing technology and all that. Kind well, of stuff. A, a lot of people say Mega Man One to Three were the top Mega Man games, and then when the X series came in, that was the best continuation game. Yeah, and and two and three are not bad, but just like Mega Man One, Mega Man X One was just a surprise on how good it felt and kind of uh how the series evolved to what it is yeah yeah and and i mean i just yeah i can see that but Mega man x next game yeah yeah so uh my next game is actually final fight 2. now there's so many iterations of there's so many iterations of the regular Final Fight that I was just like, so many people played this and don't nobody want to play the first one because you only it's only one player on uh, Super Nintendo. But Final Fight 2 was kind of better. You got to choose from uh, three, uh, uh, two new characters. Um, and the soundtrack is better and the levels are long. The challenge is better. And uh, you can play two-player co-op. Maki is still my favorite female character in that game. Um, so, yeah, Final Fight 2. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Uh, my next... And it's funny. I Oh, uh, before, we, before we go on. It's funny. I play all three games and I think two is the best. In fact, I'll beat all three games. I have I actually played Final Fight 3 when it came to Wii <laughs> the retro console. That was my first time playing it and I ended up beating it. Nice. Nice. I almost put Final Fight on this list. Uh but for some for some reason it told me no, don't put it on there cuz Ed's going to put it on there and you don't want to have the exact same list. So uh my next uh my next entry is and it actually gives me hope because they put Tech Mobile on the NES, but uh, NBA Jam, probably tournament ed- edition. Dang it, <laughs> we both put the same thing on. <laughs> I just I think NBA Jam is like the sports game for Super Nintendo, yes. kind of like Tech Mobile was the sports game for NES. Like, yes. How can you not have Super Nintendo without NBA Jam? And I don't know how they would do it uh, just because of the players, how the Players Association works. And I think like Bill Clinton was a secret character in that game. And like, I, you know, there's just all these things you got to work around, but worth it. Do it. Yes. Find a way. Find a way. Actually, I actually have two sports games on my list. I, I think I have a, a couple. So, uh, but uh, yeah, that was actually my number one was uh, NBA Jam. But I already told you that, so that that one is not surprising. Yeah, yeah. So. 
<sighs> Man. Remember when they re-released NBA or they made the new one? Yes. Which was really good. It, it wasn't it was really, bad. Which gives me hope for this. Uh, that NBA Playgrounds that's coming pretty soon. Yes. Yeah. I'm, I'm pretty excited for that game too. I want to see what it's, what it's like. So, but yeah, anyways, your turn. Sorry. So, uh, Fighters History. Um, and what Fighters History is, it's the Street Fighter game from Dead East. And this was the uh, controversy in about this game. Capcom sued Dead East because they thought that a lot of the fighters in their moves represented uh, Street Fighter too. So they were trying to, you know, stop the game from coming out because of copyright infringement. But the courts decided in Dead East um favor saying that the game is too different they they are not similar the characters look different they don't share the same moves or animations and stuff like that and so that's why you can see now a lot of fighting games that come out they have uh in my it represents something similar to street fighter but it's not actually a street fighter clone so um but fighters history is a game that uh because of that controversy i never got a chance to play it uh but it seemed like a fun game uh, you can see youtube clips of it um but yeah fighters history and it's nice. funny it's funny for fighters history and super street fighter to be on the same get on same thing just to see how they uh how the difference is yeah i think that was the first video game controversy and lawsuit that i come to know Huh. I have to, I'm gonna have to look all that up because that's super interesting. Yeah. But uh my next game is also a sports game, and I think it would be a little bit easier to get on the Super Nintendo since they didn't use real players' names except for one person. Uh-huh. But uh King Griffey Jr. baseball for Super Dang Nintendo. <laughs> I'm gonna take that off because that was right after NBA Jail tournament. <laughs> I'm sorry. <sighs> I just man, that game was so much fun. I think that was one of the best the best games on Super Nintendo. Yes. Uh, uh home run derby was so much fun and that, like me and my friend Brian, we were when we were little, we were doing home run derby and we were like, Nobody can beat King Griffey Jr. <laughs> Cause he was like the best. Oh so good. Yeah. It was so good. <sighs> I remember we actually took the time to like re-enter everybody's name. Dang, team from that year. Oh, yeah, it was so good. It's a good time. But yeah, that's that was that's my my next entry. Sorry, Ed. (laughs) I'm sorry. No, no, no. I I love this. How we both think alike. Okay. Well, uh, I guess I'll go on to my next game, Earthworm Jim. Uh, one of Interplay's well-known games, uh, kind of like a platform action shoot 'em up. Uh, nothing, nothing like contra or anything. More, mostly just like if you think of Shovel Knight in a way, um, it's that kind of style of game, sixteen-bit. Um, they also did a cartoon for it. Um, very comedic, a little bit disgusting, but very fun to play. So, Earthworm Jim is my choice. <laughs> Uh, I remember Earthwind Gym was like the big game they would they were trying to push for like uh remember the Sega channel? The yes. Game? That was yes. like the big game they were pushing on the Sega channel. And I was like, 
Oh man, that was the game that made me want Sega Channel. My parents kept telling me no, but um, yeah, Earthworm Jim. And then that the HD remaster for uh, 360 was was pretty good. Oh, I I, I I never got to try it. Yeah, it was they put it on X, the Xbox Live Arcade for 360. Oh, cool. Well, maybe they'll do uh, BC for it, and I could buy it and play it. Yeah, <laughs> actually, it might be backwards compatible. I'm not. I'm not 100 sure, but it might be. Um, I guess I could check. But uh, next game, not super, probably not super hard to get on there either, especially with Puyo Puyo Tetris coming out this week. Tetris Attack. Yeah, Tetris Tetris Attack would be a pretty simple one to put on there. Um, but yeah, I don't really think I need to explain <laughs> that one really. Yeah. So, well, um, then I'm just going to go ahead with mine. Uh, Darius twins. Um, it was a, uh, shoot em up, um, in a, in a like very good game, uh, in a style of R type in Gradius. Um, not very, not very well known, but kind of still arcadey and a good fun, long game to play. So Darius twins. If you uh, kind of want to change up, because actually I was going, I was thinking about it, but I'm just like that's already on Wii U, and you can play that right now, and that game is fine. Nice, nice. Um, my next game, uh, Act Razor. Yes, uh, I think I think that game has a lot of love hate relationship with a lot of people. I think you either love it or you don't. But I think the overwhelming amount of people who own that game love that game. And I think it's an important third-party game to have on there because it was one of the first times we saw mixed genres in a game. Yes. Um, and that just, soundtrack is just, superb. Oh, goodness. Oh, I know. And it's, I think it's, uh, in a, if nothing else, an important, his, like, uh, an important game for history for the Super Nintendo. Mm-hmm. Uh, what if you don't know what Actraiser is? It was a mix between a God Mode Simulator, and then pass through an area. You got to uh, like a side scroll. There's side scrolling segments to it. So, uh, which they completely removed the God Sim stuff from Actraiser Two, which a yes. lot of people didn't like. So, uh, Actraiser I think is is super important for Super Nintendo. So that's my next entry. Um, I'm deleting two of my entries because I know they're on your list and I'm going to let you talk about them since I deleted <laughs> since I, <laughs> you know, kind of took like half of yours already. <laughs> well, yeah, you, you got like kind of four of the games on there. Um, well, because Breath of Fire 2 was my next one, I'm actually going to go with R-Type 3. Um, R-Type, uh, R-Type, I think it was one or two. One of them had like a bad slowdown. It was just like, garbage to play but r type 3 is a fantastic shoot 'em up gay um still popular in the in the genre uh, one of my favorites that i love um so r type 3 nice nice uh i think uh my next entry is actually two games fantasy 2 and 3 which are actually final fantasy 4 and 6 i think um uh, i think those would be very at least at least Final Fantasy 3 slash 6 will show up. I think a lot of people like that game more than than 4. Uh, 
And I think that yes. game has a lot more uh, interesting things going on than four. Uh, I personally, I get this. <laughs> I get to suplex a ghost train. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah. I I personally think that uh, they one of these games needs to be on there just to just just because it's important to that system that. Super Nintendo was a JRPG machine, and we could yes. we could make two or three. You know, if there's only thirty games on this console, like we could make two or three just on <laughs> RPGs for this thing. Uh, but I think I think Final Fantasy three is definitely definitely should be on there, and I think Final Fantasy two should be on there as well. So. Four, okay. four, six, whatever. I don't know. I, I don't know how they would do. They probably do the American I, releases. So like two and three. I think. Yeah, I still call it Final Fantasy three. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I, four and six didn't come out as as the respective that they supposed to have came out, but it came out as Final Fantasy three here in America, and I stick by that. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I think oh. that that's the right way to look at it so yeah what's your next entry ed well uh you mentioned also breath of fire uh because that was my next one so i'm going with saturday night slam masters um it was an arcade wrestling game by capcom with mike hagger and all this other crazy stuff um it still played like almost like a final fight game but it was dealt with wrestling um really funny really great game um did come to the arcade it didn't came to the super nintendo but i played the super nintendo one and had a ton of fun with it so uh saturday night slam masters Nice. Nice. Um, my next uh, entry is Super Star Wars. Uh, I just put the Super Star Wars trilogy, but you know, take it or leave whichever ones you want on there. Uh, I think Super Star Wars, uh, especially, well, I think Super Empire Strikes Back is the best of the three, but uh, it did some interesting things with, with the Mode 7 and the FX trip and uh, I think it's really fun. it's a really weird quirky look at that movie. yeah like like Scorpion Darth Vader and <laughs> <laughs> just it, they just do a lot of weird stuff uh, but I mean hey video games in the 90s <laughs> what can I say pretty much <laughs> so uh, Super Star Wars I think needs to be on I think it could be on there so yeah yes well, uh, my next game uh, is Rival Turf. It was a 2D beat 'em up game. That's if you need something like very generic to play, <laughs> Rival Turf is it. The box art is super basic, <laughs> and the people who are on the are on the cover are not even in the game. Like it is, it it's it's a B. B-rated kind of game, it, you know, kind of a budget title almost, um, but it's it's fun to play. Um, so, Rival Turf. Nice. You're not saying any of the games now that I thought you were going to say. Oh, I deleted a bunch because I thought you were going to get to them. <laughs> oh, well, what were they? Uh, I thought you were going to. I thought at some point you're going to say Chrono Trigger and Secret of Mana. No, I took them off. I kept them off. Oh, oh. well. Yeah. Because those good. are those are 
Right, because those was expected games, and I was trying to go with a list that it was unexpected. Yeah, well, here's the thing, though. Like, are they expected? Because they're not first-party yes. games. I was trying to go third-party stuff. Uh, yeah, and I went and I went third a, a lot of third party because I thought you was going more Nintendo. Um, no. Well, I tried to stay away from the Nintendo stuff because I figured like a lot of the Nintendo published games would end up on there. <laughs> right. Ah, oh, man. Uh, well, I mean, do we need to talk about Chrono Trigger and Secret of Mana? Um, no, we okay. talked about them enough. Yeah, I think we talked them about them enough in general, anyway. So. Right. It, it, and if you haven't heard about it, check other shows. Look it up online. Those yeah. are classic games that that, that define. I mean, so we talked about sauce. You could even oh, check out this show like two or three weeks ago when the the Mana Collection was coming out. I think we talked about both those games a lot that episode. So, uh, yes. man, I kind of hope that comes to the West. To be honest oh, with yes. you, come through E three, uh, come through come through uh but my last two entries uh i think we both have these on our list and i think we talked about these games i probably for like a half hour on mm-hmm. on one of our episodes uh turtles in time and turtles tournament fighter uh they're they're two different games but two essential super nintendo games to me yes uh for me, in terms of Super Nintendo, outside of the Nintendo stuff, these are the games that I played the most on Super Nintendo. I think, um, I mean, I've probably played through Turtles in Time 300 times. Like, I'm, I'm not, I'm same here. I mean, that game is just, it's literally one of the best Super Nintendo games I've ever played. And it's, and I, I got really excited when they were remastering it for Xbox 360 and the uh-huh. Turtles in Time reshelled or whatever. And it was not the same. It, it's not even the same game. I think that's they remastered the arcade version, which is okay in itself. But uh, the Super Nintendo one, I think, is the definitive version. Uh, man, I like the way you can change from the different art styles of cartoon versus comics. Yes. I like the way they had like a training mode I think in there at some point. Uh, Find a mode. Yeah. And it's just oh, so good. Oh, Donatello's the best character, by the way. I've beaten that game with each turtle on each level of difficulty and with each different different uh, styles. Like yeah. talking about playing it, being it 300 times, like I... I've beaten that game with Raphael and Michelangelo on hard by myself. Yeah. And that's hard because their weapons aren't like Leon, Leonardo and Donatello. At least you got the range, but you got to get yes. up close with, with Michelangelo and Raphael. And that was the different right. thing too, is like that's secretly kind of like a class-based game because like, yes. like you got to, you look at the weapons and they do different uh they have different ranges and different strengths and stuff. And like, uh, you know, it's just, it was, it was cool to see the differences they, that the turtles did. And it was just, it was cool. And I was, I was always Donatello. I could never not be Donatello because I liked the, like having that ranged mm-hmm. weapon. Well, definitely. I could, like I said, I could play with anyone. Um, it came to running into the foot clan, throwing them out the screen or, 
uh, doing a flip and sliding through him, getting kind of like getting back at him, uh, drop kicking. Like I used so many different mechanics, and just like you, Donatello. Everybody always put the Donatello first because of his range. But I would literally sometimes go to Michelangelo or Raphael because on how quick I could get the gameplay. So while people are using Donatello, you know, to survive, I'm just gaining points really quick because I'm killing yeah. them fast. Yeah, because yeah, because you get like because their their weapons weren't ranged, like they felt right. quicker, they felt faster. So, like you would always get more points because you were always getting closer to the guys and killing them faster. Right. And uh, every time you get a hundred points, you got that one up, and you just be oh, like, but, but it was weird because it's just like by the time you get to a one up, like half of the game is done. <laughs> like one third yeah, of the game is done. Just like ah, oh. I know. <laughs> oh, that game is so good. Oh, love that oh, game. Yes. And Tournament Fighters and tournament like, fighters. like oh. I, a lot of people who played it on Genesis got a totally different experience. Those games were totally different on Genesis and Super Nintendo. And like Super Nintendo, I think, felt more like Street Fighter. Mm -hmm. And I don't, I, I don't even know what the Genesis version was trying to do. Weird. The Genesis version was really weird. Uh, I mean, it was still like a one-on-one -on -one fighter and like you still had like, I don't know. It was just weird. The, the moves were different. The the art direction was different. It was just totally different. I think they were trying to go to for a comic star uh, style with the Genesis, where mm -hmm. Super Nintendo was going for like the cartoon kind of style. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I I mean, see somebody liking one of the over over the other, and I owned the Genesis version. And my friend owned the Super Nintendo version, and I would go over to his house to play the Super Nintendo version. Yeah, it was ah, but man, Tournament Fighter was an interesting game, and I wish they would do something like that. I wish somebody like a lot of people are like talking about like the Marvel properties and stuff, and how like those games could be cool, good if they get the right developers behind them and stuff. Whoever has the Ninja Turtles license needs to do something with it. I would love a Turtles game like a dark gritty game kind of like the first movie. Actually, actually Activision has it. Well, we're not getting anything out of them. Well, we got the Platinum game, so that's why. Yeah, well, like I said, we're not getting anything good out of them. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, like Konami would have to do its best to snag it up and make an arcade, arcade download style for Switch. I, I literally play, will play a 10 level beat em up from Switch if Konami did that. So yeah, I would, I would like to see a side scrolling beat em up. I would even like to see something almost like you know, you take the concept of that first NES version, mm -hmm. the first game, but like. Make it in the in the mold of like a Metrovania uh, style, kind of like kind of like Arkham Asylum, like a Batman Arkham Asylum style game. Mm -hmm. uh, I think the combat needs to be more fluid. I think the combat in the Arkham games is super overrated. Uh, I think it's too slow and it feels really clunky. But I do like the Metroidvania esque style of Arkham Asylum. Like if they could do yes. something like that with Ninja Turtles, and like. I know a lot of people are going to want the co-op experience, the co like because that's what Turtles was to them growing up. But I yes. think they could do something really cool in terms of like a semi-open world 
you got to discover new ways to get advance to the next area and like they could do something cool with stealth and combat and stuff i think they somebody could do something really cool they could like i i just think somebody could do something really cool like that yeah, they could learn new ninja techniques and get new ninja weapons for those techniques uh, that Splinter has never taught them. Yeah, and like you can even call in the different turtles to help you, like a co-op style thing. Like, uh, isn't there something like that in the later Arkham games? Like, like yeah, you something call like in that. a teammate or something to to help you do something. Like, I don't know. I just think there'd be something cool like that in the. The sewers could be a Metroid style like maze that you could go through and and you could unlock or find like better materials to make better weapons and stuff like there's there's something there. I just don't know how you could do that, but yeah, yeah. there's that rumor for a really long time that Rock Steady was working on a Ninja Turtles game for a while, mm. yeah, and I mean, that went nowhere. I know, so sad. That the the that blah 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 blah. That was my last entry was the Turtles games. Okay. Well, uh my next two, uh it was um well actually I'll I'll read my next two and well I was just gonna do do all my four because you finished yours. Um so it was go it was Bellatoes and Double Dragon, Tiny oh, Tune yeah. Adventure. Tiny Toon Adventures, um, because you took Tournament Fighter, Tournament Fighters, because you took NBA Jam and Ken Griffey, I'm going to replace them with Soul Blazer and Yoshi's Island. Yeah. I had Joe and Matt, Castlevania 4, and Super Ghouls and Ghosts. Uh, but Battletoads and Double Dragon um, is kind of the better, still difficult and hard, but it would be good to go with the buddy with that game and, you know, mixing up between Billy Lee and the uh, Battletoads. Um, Tiny Two Adventures, a great action platform game from Konami. Um, they were the king of licensed games. Uh, Soul Blazer, um, it's a square, it's an Enix game before they became Square Enix that a lot of people didn't get to play. Great RPG and uh, Yoshi's Island, of course, since it hasn't been on Super on Virtual Console, it's like one of the best platform games ever made. Like you literally need to get your hands on that original game and just go through it, enjoy, love the cray the Crayola style crown uh, graphics, and you have to fight that bird on the moon. Like the the bosses, the boss designs are the best. Uh, so yeah, those are my last four uh, to make up my fifteen. Nice, nice. I, oh, I would. Did you I have would, any extra? No, uh, not really. I had Super Bomberman and Super Castlevania written down. Yes, uh, yes, Super Bomberman. Yeah. That's the joint. Yes. Yeah, because I was I was actually playing Super Bomberman the other day for uh-huh. Switch. Super Bomberman R, uh, and it's okay. Like it, it gave me the same vibes as that Super Nintendo game, uh, and I I like Bomberman. Really, I actually really like Bomberman sixty four a lot, uh, and I just I think that would be a cool little thing to include. But I took it off because Nintendo seems to have a working relationship with Konami right now, and I I kind of see games like that coming to uh, this SNES classic. So 
I don't know. And I think they would put Super Castlevania 4 on there just to kind of, I don't want to say stick it to PlayStation because of uh, Symphony of the Night, but, mm-hmm. you know. It's a popular title. So, yeah. 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 So that was kind of my list. But, man, I forgot that Battletoads Double Dragon came to Super yes. Nintendo. Oh, yes, please. I don't owns the rights to Battletoads now, but man. Yes. 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 Oh, well, <laughs> I mean, do we need to talk about the Nintendo games that we that we that are gonna be on there, like Link to the Past and Super No, we talked enough about those games and uh yeah. and not and at People might get mad at me, but usually when it comes to like putting Super Nintendo games, I kind of want like Link to the Past off of it because I think. T- yeah, too many but people, you know those those are the games that are going to sell the box though to people like I us. Mean, like I mean, yeah, it, it it is, but I think I played it too many times and just discussed it too many times with people, so it it's already become uh expect expectation, and I kind of want to challenge people to go beyond of just link to the past or super mario world and stuff like that like sometimes go out of that because there are other great so many great nintendo games that don't get talked about you know yeah yeah i think that's this is gonna kind of uh wrap up our show um yes ed where can we find you you guys can find me on Twitter at that retro code. You can hear my podcast, Optional Opinion, at the anomalous radio network.podbean.com, SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, and other podcast apps. Also, listen to World 101 Podcast at shoutengine.com and on SoundCloud, iTunes, and Google Play. If you subscribe to Optional Opinion, you will be getting the uh, past World 111 and the current World 111 episodes. I just got to upload them and put the descriptions on them. Um, so you guys will be getting that. Uh, you can find me on skirmishfrogs.com. Uh, I have a series called The Moment. Or you can check that out. And um, this week, I was going to be writing some optional opinion blogs on IGN, but I'm actually going to be doing some... Uh, the uh, I'm just going to do the audio podcast. And then what it is, is going to be... Um, I looked at E3 2016 and looked at the games that actually did get released and talk about the scores that came out. And so from E3 to the time they got released, I'll be talking about their scores and overall what that company games did um, for average. So you guys can be checking that out uh, this week. And I will have a new I'll have a new episode of Optional Opinion featuring a special guest uh, this Friday. Nice. Nice. Um, well, you can find me at Corey Hudson and HD on Twitter. You can find me at Corey and HD on Instagram. I'm going to be more, try to do more on social media. I uh, just haven't been there lately, I guess. Uh, you can find this show every Tuesday and Friday at 10 a.m. on your favorite podcast service of choice. Uh, you can also find this show on ngrradio.com and our YouTube page. Uh, just check out uh, NGR Radio. You can find me on that show as well as 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 well as Ed from time to time. Ed, you need to come back on. I miss your face there. And, uh-huh. and Matt, Matt will fight in words because he likes to troll me about Nintendo, and I need someone to help me f- fight the good fight. 
I'll be your co <laughs> codependent, your fighter, your assistant. <laughs> I'll be the warrior. You'll be you'll be my supplier or yeah. supporter. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you can find dot com this week. Uh, I am working on things. I'm actually going to go work on a bunch of stuff right now. Uh, let's see. Anything else? Facebook group, the Nintendo Power Block Facebook group, the NGR Radio Facebook group. Uh, just find those. Join us. Come come talk with us. That's going to be a good time. So Yes. Uh, Ed, this is my favorite day of the week when we get to record this show because we get to geek out about Nintendo. And you're my favorite person to do that with. So, um, oh, thank you. Just makes me really happy every time we get to do this show. So, uh, everybody, thank you so much for listening and or watching. And until Friday, we love you. Bye, everybody. <laughs> <laughs>